What's going on? What's going on, your boy? This is totally blitz podcast. We stepping in the motherfucking fight club. And as always, the first rule of fight club is to go down and like and subscribe. And the second rule of fight club is to go fuck yourself. But as yeah. always, these are your hosts. I'm Paul Pickham, Wynnum, Contra, the drunk gambler, the sports encyclopedia, the controversy. But who am I with? Hey man, it's the king of it's the king of kings known as the Don Pye, aka Kev, street fighting through the years, Kev Waterboy Savoy, and I'm in here feeling like the motherfucking greatest man. We finna watch my dog Devin Haney put some more motherfucking working on some big box and shit. You feel me? Going on, boys. Big PT Pontine, you already know, man. Undisputed. Man, so- Today, we're talking undisputed champion, Devin Haney, going back to Melbourne, Australia, to the fitness belts against Cambosa's former undisputed champion, who he took the belts from, and low-key schooled in the, uh, while doing it. Man, I, I didn't ask for this rematch, did y'all? It was in the contract. That's boxing politics right there. It's always in the contract. Yeah, man, that shit crazy, man. We got to respect Haney for even doing, or I mean, it was in the contract, but the fact that he got to go back to Melbourne and defend his titles, and that's that's crazy, but it's just going to be a repeat, man, or it should be a repeat. Rinse and repeat. I, I think before we were talking to the fight, we have to respect Haney because, like, could a bitch. You could have not signed this shit in the first place because he was the mandatory. And like you get a bitch who said, nah, we're not doing it like this, blah, blah. You know it's in the contract name. He said, nah, I'll do whatever I have to to go win these championships, win this belt. I'll give you another fucking, I'll give you another rematch after I bust your motherfucking ass. And the art of deception says, don't give a fucking Devin Haney's mind. We just finna go knock this out. It's another day at work. All this while being the age of 23, too, which is fucking insane to think about. Like he he was born to do this. Literally, boy, nah, bro. He he playing the game smart, bro. And he's not just with one. He's doing his own deals. He's his own boss. That boy is doing hey, deals with the. The boy is doing deals with the zone. He's doing deals now with Bob Arum and Top Rank, Matching. Like he's done everything. So it's like, damn, man. He he's literally doing it the Mayweather way at twenty three. So that shit is cool to see, man. Then they already kind of got it worked out that he's going to fight Loma after this, or if he wins this fight, be set up for a Loma fight. Loma's back. And that's the fight Cambosas wanted. I feel like that's the reason why he set up the um shit like this. That's the fight he wanted for real. Hey, so yeah, Cambosas' side's been real quiet, and I think it's for a reason. They were real loud the first, the Teofimo fight, real loud. Second fight, the first fight with Haney, still real loud. And I think they quieted down and honestly, I think it's the safe face. Like, like I don't think they think they're going to win this fight. Like, I think they're doing it because of boxing politics. We get another big payday. It's going to be sellout in your home territory. Maybe you get a win. But in reality, I don't think – I don't think Cambosa's even think. I mean, he thinks he's going to win. But I don't think his team and everyone around him and promoters and stuff that are backing him think that, like, yeah, Cambosa's walking out with this belt. But, like, it's going to be a big payday for homeboy. This is only four months since the last fight. I think that's the craziest part. Dude. I fuck with that, bro. That's how it should be, man, for these fighters, bro. Like, they should be fighting. I mean, yeah, I get it with the health and all that shit. 
But, man, these fighters got to be fighting every couple months, bro. I feel like we just covered this fight, and now this shit happening this weekend, a couple days away. Like, that's just – I like that, bro. That's good for yeah. the sport. And especially a guy like Devin Haney, like these top guys need to be doing that. The guys like Tank need to be doing that. All everybody, Ryan Garcia needs to be doing that. Don't like, be all doing the big... fucking what Caleb Plant's doing. Don't fight one tune-up fight a fucking year. We don't, don't, we do don't want t- that. Don't don't do what Terrence Crawford's doing. Like literally, don't do what any of these big guys. The only person that's a big name fighting consistently was Canelo. So I mean. Dude's got to be fighting. I, I respect Haney for doing that. And we got to see what he's going to do next. He probably, obviously, he probably won't fight until next year, but it'll probably be lined up with Loma. It'll, it probably won't be that deep in the 2023. So, that boy's on a good route at 23 years old. So, it sounds like we're all rocking Haney. Are we all? So, like, I see Haney just doing the same shit he did the first time around. I'm going to just jab you from the outside and outbox you from the outside. And probably win 11 or 12 rounds of this whole fight. Like, do y'all see Cambosa's? Maybe he's been quiet for a reason. Maybe he's been working in the lab. Maybe he's ready to, like, maybe he's learned how to beat that jab. Maybe, like, do y'all see it being a closer fight? Do y'all seeing it still being a rinse and repeat of the first time? What's going on? No, I definitely think, I think they're being quiet because dude is grinding. I think he's going to be. And that gimmick shit that he was doing with Teal Fimo and uh, Devin Haney, bro. Like, he literally Lord of War, kept... baby. Deception. Yeah, bro. And fucking coming from the slums. He's a fucking gladiator. This is my emperor. Whatever the fuck the bullshit dude was saying. It was cool the first time. The second time, it was like, all right, bro. And sh- no one wanted to hear that shit a third time. So I think he's just being quiet on that route. But I do think he's going to come out the first couple rounds more aggressive. I think that was his problem in the first fight. He wasn't he wasn't really like I know, I mean, obviously it was probably Devin Haney locking him up, having him on a like he just wasn't able to do nothing. But Kimbosos needs to come at him, bro. He needs to come at him and like push the fight. Kind of just like push forward, bro, and throw punch, you know, just let your hands go and and just try to make it ugly and try to go out it as soon as like that bell rings, bro. Cause after, after if he loses this fight, you probably won't see the name Cambosis again, honestly. So he he got it. He got to put it all in the ring to win this fight. But I think it's gonna be a rinse and repeat again. I think Devin Haney's gonna adapt on the fly. That boy's gonna adjust to whatever Cambosis tries anything new. I think Devin Haney will adjust to it and eventually maybe get like a TKO in the later rounds. I think if Devin Haney gets a TKO. That's gonna be huge for that man. Oh hell will break loose. What about I gotta you? stop I gotta stop saying pound for pound, but shit, man, boy, it should be talked about. I mean, the most one of the most stacked divisions in the boxing community, and he's the undisputed champ. I mean, like like maybe we gotta talk about it. But what about you, Kev? How do you see this fight going? Bro, I love this raise your hand thing. I learned how to do that in the meeting the other day. Now I'm addicted to this shit. I raise my hand like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But um I look at it like, I like that you brought up the fact that the camp is, um, they're not doing the same thing they was doing last time. I feel like they did that because they were trying to sell the fights. They're trying to make the biggest fights and biggest, um, make it get a big draw. But he's quiet because he's like, this is, this is the, they said in the face off, this is the real him. Like, he's 
collective quiet he's working on something big to make something shake you feel me so i like i think that he's in the lab right now he's trying to figure something out he's trying to figure out a way to fit to deal with that stiff ass job and i think he's gonna have something i think he's gonna come out with some shit he's gonna try to change it up but Devin Haney's gonna adjust straight up like just like marcus said Devin Haney is gonna adjust and he's that cold with it so i really don't see this fight finishing either i feel like um, Kimbos is gonna put everything he got into the first four rounds, five rounds maybe, and then that's cleanup. Devin Clean is gonna be on cleanup crew, something like eight from around eight to ten. I could see like a TKO or something. So I will say personally, I I'm not believing in Cambosis after what I seen. Like even the odds, like so as a betting man, we almost committed armed robbery the first time around because the odds were a pick'em. It was like, yo, pick your fighter. You get money back. Like, it was a pick em fight. And now I'm looking at the odds, and Haney's favorite at minus 1,200. Like, wow. massive favorite. Like, first time around, like, it was like a pick em, and I cashed in big. And now I'm not – like, that's not even worth even betting on because of those odds. But, like, it's fun to see, like, the odds catch up to what we were saying prior. Like, prior, we were all over it, all of us. Oh, Haney's probably got this. Like, Haney's the better boxer. Like, and the odds are like, oh, it's a pick-up. Cambosis could knock him out. Like, Cambosis a fighter. And now it's like, yo, no, Haney's a super favorite. Like, Haney should beat this guy. I, I'm i with y'all. I think Haney's rinse and repeat. Haney knows what he's doing. Like, he's so young, but yet he's so skilled. And Cambosis had that one – like, he had that one fight I feel like he showed up really good for, which is Tiofimo. And he and Tiofimo was just so aggressive that fight, which allowed him to look good. And the fact that now that, like, Haney – Haney never comes out aggressive. Haney would never be the aggressor in the fight. He was going to slowly pick you apart. I just think this is – stylistically not his best best matchup honestly i'm agree with i'm agree with marcus like if he loses this fight we never we might not ever see the name again i wrote down personally i think cambosis after this fight it's gonna be on his isak pitbull shit after this fight he's gonna be beating up fucking bozos the, the, the being of nobody who has a name next to next to them and because at 135 it's so stacked he's not gonna fight he's not gonna fight loma he's not gonna fight shakur moving up he's not gonna fight tank he's not he's gonna, gonna be the guy all the prospects get fight to put on their resume that so that's what my follow thing was like it's either he goes on his pitbull shit and maybe gets a regular belt in the meantime maybe and if not that, he's just going to be on his Gamboa shit. And he's going to be a fucking <laughs> resume, a resume filler. Like, hey, yeah, I beat Cambosa right. in 2024. I beat Cambosa in 2025. Like, oh, you remember that undisputed champ I beat in 2023? Right, like a, a, a young little 21-year-old fighter in 2024. Like, oh, yeah, I got a dub on Cambosa. Yeah, like, remember that <laughs> undisputed champ I beat? Yeah. Uh, man, that sucks. We got him fucked so, up. On this fight here, we got – so we're all on the heavy favorite Haney. I'm looking at the over-under, and it's honestly at 10-and-a-half rounds. I'm a, So, Marcus, you've been, you've been answering first all this time. I'm going to let Kev answer first here. Kev, do you see this fight going over 10-and-a-half rounds, or is this going to be a, a – it's just going to be a 10th-round knockout, early-round knockout for Haney? Like I said, man, it rounds – Eight to ten, I could definitely see um Devin Haney coming up with a TKO and a KO. So if it does go over, I'd be not shocked. But 
I would be slightly like, dang, I was really hoping he kind of finished that motherfucker so I could kind of be jumping lit. You feel me? So yeah, I'm definitely taking the under on this one. Under, under, under. Mark, 10, ten and a half rounds. Is it going to decision late round? Like, how do you see this? Ten and a half is a late round fucking over under. How do you see it? I would lean under if it wasn't Devin Haney. Because the only problem I got with Devin Haney is they call him pillow hands for a reason. Same shit with fucking Caleb Plant, man. Like, it just is what it is. Unless Devin Haney's cooking some shit up in the fucking lab and he just come out here with some fucking pop. But I do like a TKO, but, like, I think it could be more, like, in the 10, 11, 12th round. So I'll probably say over it. Or he's probably going to go to decision. But Devin Haney is the type where he's just going to shoulder roll, pop you, pick you off, jab you to death, right hand hook, and move around the ring. Like, he's just going to be that type, and he's just going to be dominant in that fashion. But I do think he's going to get, like, a TKO where the ref jumps in. But I think in the later, so I'll go over that's what I like about it. I think he has such a smooth style. It's so focused. Hey, bro. He, he's fucking he's clean, bro. But it's because he did it. Out of any fighter, I don't know if there is a fighter besides maybe like uh, I don't know. Because I think Devin Haney is the most cons- like committed fighter, bro. Besides like a Canelo. Like, he puts in the work. Devin Haney puts in the work, and he's constantly – he might not be fighting the most, but he is grinding, and he puts boxing before anything, I think, got, from what I got see. 900 spar sessions within six months. <laughs> you one of them? Yeah, man. Nah, like, so I'm riding with him. I'm riding with the over. I actually got a bet with him taking the decision win. Like, he's minus 1,200. But the best odds I could get at for him to win by decision is plus one nine, not plus nine, but minus one ninety. So not a pick him, but it, as close as I can get to a pick him because I just think he's just gonna he doesn't get KO power. And Cambosa he took Teofimo's hardest shot and got back up. So I don't think he's gonna get KO'd by Haney here. I just think it's gonna be another twelve round fucking rinse and repeat of him beating him down for twelve rounds and. And it happens to be in Australia in front of all of uh, Cambosa's friends and family, unfortunately. But <laughs> Haney's just the, like this new generation of boxing. These younger fighters seem hungrier. And they're not just hungrier, but they're not – their record don't mean a fuck almost. Like it's not like they don't care about being undefeated, but it's just like, oh, if I can fight – for a world title belt at, at a young age. Okay, fuck the other five, six other fights I can get before then and to, to, to stack up my, my fucking record. I'll just take the fight now at a young age. Like, then that's what they're doing and they're fucking showcasing why this new generation is deadly. And like, I'm just gonna ride them until the wheels fall off. So, that you know what I like about Haney too, bro? Cause I felt bad. I mean, I didn't feel bad because Jake's fucking rich, but. Fucking, like, back, like, in 2019, back when he got the email champ, and, like, Teofimo, I think, was the, and, like, Tank Davis and, like, Shakur, but that Teofimo was, like, one of the only young guys at the time where he won a belt in the ring. All the other guys weren't really doing, like, Ryan Garcia hasn't done that yet. You already know Tank be the regular belt guy. Uh, but Devin Haney got his email belt, so everyone was on his ass, bro. Everyone's chewing Devin Haney because he got an email belt, not fighting on. And now that boy's on top, talking his shit back to everybody because 
boy got all the belts now, man. Everybody's chasing Devin Haney, bro. I fuck with that because now I mean, the tables turn. He reminds me of not on skill or anything else, but just how that, like what you said happened. He reminds me of Aljamain Sterling from the UFC. Okay. Like he got his belt because he got an illegal knee to that. And then he fought Peter Yawn straight up oh, yeah, around and, sh- and fucking showcased why he deserved the belt. And that's yes. what David Haney, like that's how he could talk Haney his shit. Is. Yeah, yep. he's talking his shit now because, like, oh, y'all, all the shit, y'all, everything y'all had to say prior, I proved why that shit's wrong. And now y'all mm-hmm. can shut the fuck up. And and that's how I feel like Aljo did with Peter Yawn, and that's what Haney did with Cambosa. Like, oh, all y'all young fighters talking shit, how come y'all fighting for regular belt? Shut the fuck up. Got him. Because, bro, that no one, the only person that technically could talk to Devin Haney is Teofimo. Even though Tia Fimo is a nutcase, he still beat Lomachenko for the belts. But other than that, bro, and like Shakur, but other than that, you got Tank Davis fighting for regular belts. Like no one's on Tank, they are no one's on Devin Haney's level right now or what he's doing. And I fuck with that. Until Shakur gets there. <laughs> First, youngest undisputed champion in the four belt era for a reason. Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson had it when it was a three belt era. And Devin Haney did it now with four belts so, and the deepest division in boxing. So, like, argue with your mother. Yeah, it goes. But this is going to be a fucking great. This one's on Sunday, right? Uh, let me double check. It's well, like Sunday morning. This fight will be fighting on, uh, no, Saturday. This is Saturday at 10 p.m. All the fights, I think, are happening Saturday this weekend. Even the Alicia Bumgarner, Malika Meyer, Calista Shields, Marshall fight. Man, I got the Gators at 7, man. And they play LSU. In the swamp. That bitch is going to be lit. Hey, I'm taking the day off. I will go work that bitch, but I'm taking the day off. I'm like, ah. Uh, well, shit. I mean, other only other fight you gotta talk about on here. We're done with the Haney Cambosos fight. We got the Maloney brothers, which is fun. It's almost like Rosado. Like it's fun to sprinkle the Maloney brothers on top of a card. To like, oh yeah, we can sell this card for eighty dollars now. It's like, no, the Maloney brothers don't mean fucking shit to me. Y'all are in the division where anyway he's gonna take y'all's. Like he already took one of your brother's belts. And he's in a division where he's just like y'all ain't got no right to fucking be a co-main eventer at this point. He will take your soul. Yeah, like the Maloney brothers are cool to put on because they're also what I think they're New Zealand. They're from New Zealand or maybe Australia, so they, they they're from the same part of the world. Cambosa's on, so like it's kind of cool to see same them on the card with Cambosa. But it's like, yo, bro, like your time is over. Done. Uh, but we got to get on out of here. As always, this is totally blitz podcast, the Fight Club. I'm Paul Pickham Wyndham Contra, the drunk gambler. I'm with Kev Waterboy Savoy, the sport, uh, the street fighter enthusiast, and PT Primetime Marcus Penley, the boxing guru himself. And as always, spark it up, pour them up, and hammer those bets. And if y'all didn't know, now y'all know, motherfuckers. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. I got a problem with them quick.